0: Grace and I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia, paying our respects to Elders past, present and emerging, particularly the traditional owners of this land we now call Sydney, where we are recording today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. Thank you, Lily. Please have got the pipe for you, that'll show you all that. And- Dad, I you got love Their luck up and luck and lust and love. Sit back, relax as we pull back the covers. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to our podcast, Love Clues. I am Grace. And I'm Lily. And we are the two sisters in the band known as Clues. Today we are joined by our very first international superstar, hailing from the United States of America. She makes punk music for modern girls living in the modern world. She's got a heart of golden rock and roll and joins us now from LA. Please welcome Upsol! <laughs> Yes, Welcome. thank you so much for having
1: me. I'm so stoked to be here. <gasps> that was thank, a good you so thank you so much for coming out. Thank
0: you. Thanks. You know, before we get thank into you. it, people might like to know that we've never met before. Yeah, You know, we've never crossed paths. And so that makes me so happy that we get to meet today because, you know, we really vibe with your music. And I'm really glad that the label put us in touch because I think that you're going to have some good words of wisdom about Love and life and everything. Agreed. So thank you so much, Taylor. It's really so nice that you're coming on.
1: No, thank you. This is gonna be fun. I'm stoked stoked to chat it up with you guys. Yeah.
0: Anyway, um, where are you? Are you at your place in you live in LA now?
1: Yeah, I live in LA. Um, I feel like you guys are like living in the future. It's Friday night for me right now, right? You guys are already Saturday. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We are uh, living in the future. It's Saturday. I love that. Yeah, that is true.
1: I just got home from a session and I'm sitting on my bed right now and it's great a nice. uh,
0: ri- uh, writing session or sesh- uh, something yeah for your own yeah, stuff. yeah
1: a writing session for it was for another yeah. artist and, and then I have another yeah, yeah. after this too with some of my friends so it's just oh a my god amazing yeah we're in it that's yeah.
0: so cool so what's the what's the um songwriting scene like in LA because obviously you've done the co-writes with people like Dua Lipa and Madison Beer and all these incredible pop princesses how did those come about and what's the scene like where you live
1: yeah I mean I didn't even know that like sessions were a thing like as a writer like growing up I would just like write in my room alone throughout high school and then I signed like a publishing deal and he was like my publisher David was like yeah I'm just gonna throw you in a bunch of sessions and I was like what the fuck is a session like I don't even know what that is
0: wow that's so good though I feel like that's a sign of a good publisher like oh my god yeah yeah. Yeah. so smart of him
1: yeah no he was like all right it's like time to get going like learn how to write with other people and um then I you know was introduced to this whole world where literally in LA there are hundreds of, of writers and producers like meeting at these addresses that they have in their calendars and like writing a song a day and it's it's a hustle here and so yeah oh I'm God. just doing that every day basically and like with the cuts and shit with like Dua Lipa and Madison and anne like that has all just been from me just like writing every day and then somehow like them hearing the demo and then like hopping on and kind of making it their own but yeah it's a trip That's out incredible. here.
0: Yeah, and I feel like, you know, the, uh, the the Aussie music scene, like we live in Sydney and it, I can just imagine it would be so different. Like it's a really, really, really small scene here. Everyone knows each other and I know that it would be pretty tight-knit over there, but I don't think we have the same sort of like cutthroat competitive energy because mm. it's a lot smaller and everyone's sort of just more connected in that way and it's less of sort of like an international riding hub like, you know, London or LA might be. So I feel like, you know, the fact that you've popped through and you have all these big car is just, you know, a credit to your. Son- songwriting talent so it's amazing like it's just so good to see you on The Hustle and you know like obviously you're our age like I think we're all pretty similar in age and it's just nice to see we're We're out here people out there we're doing it it. yeah it's so good we'll get to all the music in a bit but why don't we just like rewind and maybe start with I'm sure you talk about this a lot but I know even from just like a little deep dive that you come from like a musical family and your dad was like a touring musician and that's how you sort of have all this punk energy that you bring to your songs as well as the pop side of things so it feels like you've been connected to the industry for a while because I know you didn't grow up in LA you're from like Arizona maybe yeah from Phoenix yeah you're from Phoenix Mm -hmm. oh my gosh that's so weird because I'm pretty sure I think our uncle lives in Phoenix and we also like (laughs) lived in LA when we were kids because like heaps of our family lives over there oh amazing anyway but actually we had the same we had the same thing so you're grandparents are music teachers right and then your dad was a touring musician mm-hmm. our dad was as well so no when way. we were growing up like maybe like three or four we lived in the states we lived in LA for a couple of years oh no shit so isn't that strange but Crazy. I think for us it was like because we had a musical family and it was kind of modeled to us as just like something that you did you know just a normal career yeah that it made it so much easier to get into and it just seemed like the obvious path for us to take do you feel the same do you think you would have come to music on your own anyway, especially? like at such a young age without having a musical family
1: yeah I mean I I'm not sure I guess you're so right I feel like we probably all understand like how lucky we are to have like grown up in a musical Mm -hmm. family because you know in the movies and in these like classic stories like the kid like wants to be a musician and the parents are like no you you have to get a real job you know it's like that (laughs) whole bullshit um but yeah, for me, like, I guess before I could walk, I was, like, singing and shit, and there was, like, a band room in the house. I'm sure you guys had a bunch of, like, instruments lying around, and, like, yeah. so it was just yeah, natural exactly. to, like, pick up a guitar and, like, maybe learn some mm-hmm. piano or whatever, and, um, yeah, I guess just getting to, like, watch my dad do his thing and be, you know, like, the front man of a bunch of bands throughout, like, my childhood was mad inspiring, and, like, because he was in the punk scene, like, I would wake up at, like, five years old, and there would be, like, a random band that was, like, torn. Through Phoenix, like crashed out in the living room and I would like oh me would like have my breakfast with these like punk rocker <laughs> dudes. But I loved it. I was like, I need to be a part of this, and then You know, I guess I just, like, continued making music until I was a senior in high school. And my parents, I went to, like, a college prep. So it was, you know, stressed that, like, by my school that I had to, like, go to college after graduating. And um, my parents sat me down and were like, yeah, we don't think you should go to college. You should just, like, full send it in music. And I was like, are you guys even real parents? Like, parents don't (laughs) say shit like that. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I feel lucky, as you guys probably feel the same way. Like, it's so rare to, like, be in a musical family that's just, like, so supportive of, of all of that.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. And I mean, it sounds like you still have a good relationship with them. Do you with your folks? That's a good segue into maybe an insight into the type of relationship that was modeled to you as you were growing up. Like, do you feel like romantic love was a strong theme throughout your childhood? Or is that still something that connects your parents?
1: Yeah, my parents are literally goals. They're also just my mom and my dad are, like, <laughs> I I call them, like, five times a day. They probably get so annoyed with me. But, yeah, they are, like, high school sweethearts. They, like, have known each other since they were, like, 10 and started oh my dating oh my right gosh. after, like, at the end of high school and, like, literally stayed together oh and had three kids.
0: And they're still together.
1: Yeah, so in love. Like, it's so cute. Wow. They're both, like, so young at heart and, like, the most healthy relationship ever and so i was t- yeah. i was talking to my dad the other day i was like i think i have the opposite of daddy issues because like my standard for <laughs> men is so high i'm like you better oh worship the fucking ground i walk Literally. on no it's great exactly. but i'm like dude now yes. like no one's good enough because like i've seen how my dad treats my mom and i'm like shit like Literally. i will not settle for less but yeah, no, it's cool. I feel lucky to have, I feel like so many parents like aren't together anymore. So I feel lucky that my yeah. parents yeah. are still like, I, obsessed Yeah, it's exactly with each the same
0: other. as us. Our parents met when they were super young. They're still together. They're like crazy in love. And it's so, you know, even just among like our social group or our friends groups, I feel like most people don't have that. Or at least I guess as you grow older, or I feel like around me as, you know, all my friends grow up and go into adulthood a little bit, you realize that your parents are literally just like random adults as well. Literally. And even as like, we're getting <laughs> close to the age that they were when they like met and had kids and I'm like oh my god if I had a kid right now like I'd, I'm just like some random person in my 20s and that's exactly what our parents were and I feel like for some people it's gone the other way where they grow up and realize oh my god my parents are like these flawed adults that mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have to be friends with or like have a relationship with that's beyond like the parent-child dynamic but for us it's sort of like I don't know like our parents are cool and we just get along and even that sort of has influenced the way that we've grown up and like the way that we look at love and relationships it sounds like you have a similar sort of experience
1: yeah 100 i love i see shit on like tiktok and shit and it's like when you realize your parents are literally just like people who had a kid and it was you and like they yes. had to figure out how to raise yes. you like it's so real literally.
0: and like in like the 90s no less so like yeah b- both of our parents would have just been like 30 year olds or whatever in the 90s just kicking it and just having a baby just randomly <laughs> having to like, like raise
1: kids literally like my parents had me like super young too so like yeah it's been cool because I feel like because of that and because of you know just they were so like in the music scene or whatever and like as a kid I was just hanging out because I was like I'm the oldest of three siblings so I was an only child yeah. for like four years or whatever and I would just mm-hmm. like hang out with my parents and all their friends and I think there's like a level of like maturity, I guess, that you gain just from like your parents kind of treating you a bit of like as an equal, I guess. I don't know. I just yes, feel lucky. Yeah, totally. To it. Yeah, yeah. That's,
0: oh, I've I never def- thought about that. That's true. Not being so like goo gaga and just being yeah. like, we're cool. We just you know we're hanging out. We're <laughs> going on this road trip. Yeah. We're going touring.
1: Let's go. Yeah,
0: literally. Yeah, it's so, awesome. Like we have a show tonight. So cool. Like,
1: like as you know, it's, it was just a cool, a cool childhood for sure.
0: Yeah, is your mum musical as well?
1: Yeah, she doesn't. She's never like pursued it or anything, and she like doesn't admit it. But like, she can like shred some guitar and like she sings well. Like, she's musical, yeah, awesome. but isn't like openly musical. You know,
0: she's low key about
1: it. Exactly, yeah. which is that's pretty awesome. yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah, I mean that's such an interesting point that you make about having high standards because love has been modelled to you in such a healthy, amazing way. Mm-hmm. I totally, totally relate to that. Yeah. So I mean, let's get to down to your dating history like have you ever had a relationship did you date people in high school or do you normally have a partner on the scene and you also don't have to tell us anything you don't have to be specific if you oh, don't yeah. want to no, you but, no, I general. have a
1: whole album about this shit I'm all for it no hi let's um, get into it. Crit- yeah we're getting into it no um <laughs> yeah I mean I guess like I've literally had one relationship ever in my life, and it lasted a very, very long time. Like, I started dating this dude when I was in high school, like, halfway through high yeah. school, moved to Los yeah. Angeles together, like, the whole thing. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. wow. Super big part yeah, of my right. life. Like, he was, like, family. And um, that ended yeah. during quarantine. I feel like so many people went through, like, crazy, like, life-altering. <gasps> oh,
0: my God. Totally. Wait, as in, like, literally last year?
1: Yeah, like, in 2020. So it was, like, oh a wow. wild-ass time because, like, you know, when you're with somebody, it was, like, five years. That you feel like you're, like, at least for me, I would like, grown up with this dude. Like, half of my identity was, like, mm. this yes. person. And so... Yeah in quarantine alone and now I just lost like my best friend and half of like basically my identity and so I was like shit I have to like figure out who I am now and then yeah yeah I guess just like wrote an album throughout the whole process but um yeah that's my that's I haven't been in like anything else except for that so
0: yeah wow, well that's, that's still I mean that's so like to have five years of like those formative years as well like that's You know, you're so, it makes such a big impact on you when you're, you know, that would have been from like your teenagehood into your young adulthood, like to be connected to that person. That's crazy. I've always thought about that. Something that's so strange about relationships. So do you still talk to, like, do you have any contact with him anymore or is it a full move on
1: I mean it was I feel like most breakups when you're this young always end messy uh we're on like great terms but we don't talk but like yeah it's
0: uh, it's something that's just I find so interesting about the concept of breaking up like where it's this all or nothing thing a lot of the time and I just find it so hard to understand how you know someone can be such a big part of your life and form such a massive part of your identity and then it's like one day what you're not You're not texting them every day. You're not talking to them all the time. It just would be so, so deeply impactful. And I feel like it's really rare for people to keep contact after a breakup, probably just because it's too hard to readjust into a new dynamic.
1: 100. I could not, like... I hate that shit ended messy, but if it didn't end messy, like it would be even messier. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I'm it's I feel it's like it's like
0: drawn out and you can't let go. Oh and, my god, yeah.
1: I would have been fucking miserable. Like sometimes the 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 shittiest, you know, things that end breakups are like really a blessing in disguise. Like I'm I'm so glad it mm. happened the way it did. But um yeah, I guess like yeah, people who like, I have friends who are like friends with their exes, and I'm like, literally props to you. I don't think I could <laughs> yeah. ever, but
0: like, that's so grown. That's like the epitome it is of just, <laughs> and you know what? That is like, <laughs> so that's a beautiful sure. idea. Like, in a perfect world, of course, like this person has been such a big part of your life for so long, and you talk to them every day. And of course, it would be awesome to be able to say, you know what? Let's be friends. We can still be a part of each other's lives, right. acknowledge the part that we played in the past, and just move forward into something else. But that's so much easier said than done yeah
1: yeah oh I'm sure
0: so I'm really sorry I'm really sorry that you broke up with him yeah but it's all good you got an album out of it which I feel like that's sort of that's sort of an indication of I guess the blessing that comes with being creative or having that sort of outlet because obviously I feel like it would go without saying that songwriting is probably like quite cathartic for you you know just from the outside looking like it seems like your songs are quite autobiographical and you're drawing on like your life experiences and your channeling all that through our music so mm-hmm. do you feel like music and songwriting and dating and love are all interconnected especially with like the body of work that's coming out this year
1: yeah 100 percent. i mean like it sounds so cheesy and like every artist says it but like writing songs for me is like replaces therapy. I probably should go to real therapy, but, like, it really is very therapeutic. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. So a lot of this, like, album, I guess, is literally just me, like, ranting to my friends that I work with about however I'm feeling that day, and then we, like, turn it into a song. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's fun. Like, all these people in my life will be, like, hear a song that's me, like, throwing shade at whoever, and they're like, is it about me? And I'm like, I don't know, bitch. Yeah. Like, I write about, <laughs> like, everything in my life. Like, take a guess. But, yeah, no, Cute. it's definitely... Yeah, and I mean, being young and in music and single and whatever there's so many things to like write about right now so it's been a really fun mm-hmm. year of yeah. songwriting
0: yeah actually speaking of making music while you're young I know mm. that you sort of had releases under your belt by the time you were like 14 or 15 right you released an EP when you were 14
1: yeah I released like yeah. really shitty no you know what no I always shit on <laughs> it but it's actually no it's a part of growth yeah that was gonna life. be
0: my question that yeah. was gonna be my question is like how do you reflect on it now
1: yeah yeah i mean i don't listen to it because you know i mean i don't listen to any of my own songs once they're out but like i haven't really gone back and listened to the albums i put out when i was in like high school but yeah i've grown to because the music i make now is so different but i've grown to like love and respect the the little hustle i had it was literally just like my dad being like all right cool like he would like pay for me to go into like a real studio and like i had a band and like it was literally just me and my dad he was like playing dadager and we just like put out all these songs (laughs) a bunch of shows and it was like such a fun time in my life and i would not make the music that i make now if it wasn't for those songs but i definitely cringe at some of them for sure I'm glad they're off the internet. Yeah, that's
0: true. Because <laughs> Lily Lily also wrote and put out an album when she was 16. She's cringing now. Yeah. But I, like, I literally, I haven't heard it in so many years, but it was just such a cool thing to do so young. Yeah. And like you said, it's just like, why wait? Like, just get onto it. Your music is always going to evolve. It's always going to grow as you grow and I think it's you can't look back and cringe at it because it's like that's who you were at that time and that's the I think you only cringe because we're all sort of maybe like the first generation where everything we do is like preserved on the internet yeah right for since you know since we've been like 12 or 13 or you know what I mean and like for kids these days it sounds patronizing but like we are genuinely older than like 12 year olds now but for kids (laughs) that are growing up now I feel like being on the internet as a child is just like a lot more normal and there. That's true. I don't know like kids have access to like makeup tutorials and stuff and I look back at myself on 14 and I was like I just didn't know I just didn't know what was going on like I wasn't connected to like fashion or like a bigger picture thing. you know anyway so the point is that I think that's what makes it cringy for me is like oh I just wasn't ready to be preserved forever like on the internet in that way or you know. Yeah Yeah. it's rough. But it's fine it's fine we're okay We live and we (laughs) learn. We live and we learn. We do we do
1: and that's the thing I, I spent forever being like oh I need to make sure this is removed from like everywhere possible but like at the end of the day like mm. some of my like ride or die fans like found all my own music and are like yeah now it's like on like more people have it and I'm just like you know what yeah. it was who I was when I was 12 like let's just live in it, it. and move on it's great yes. yeah
0: and you know going back to your music now even beyond the music and like Upsall as like an artist and a brand and a personality I feel like transcends your music like I can tell from your socials that you must be into fashion or like I think I even read somewhere that you were painting in quarantine last year like it feels like you have other creative interests and creative connections do you spend a lot of time nurturing those as well to sort of build like creativity that's beyond the music or that is a whole sort of creative world
1: I didn't until quarantine and I started going fucking crazy I was like I can't just (laughs) write songs on zoom all day like i need to do something else Mm -hmm. and since i was little like literally i've tried everything like so many hobbies and I've sucked at everything except for music. But then something in <laughs> quarantine happened where I was like, I'm just going to try things and I'm going to suck at them. And it just is what it is. So, yeah, I started painting really bad paintings that my mom yeah. has framed in the guest room. In yeah. their house. I'm honored. But um, yeah. really hard. bad paintings. So and then I started, this was a little bit before quarantine, but I started this like series called Upsol Extreme, which is me like on YouTube, just like jumping out of planes yes. and skateboarding and so. Surfing and I just did boxing and so, boxing yeah I, yeah, I, saw I the, saw the boxing, boxing, boxing one, one and like yeah yes. so it's forced yeah, me to, to try new new things that I like otherwise wouldn't and doing the boxing video that was like my first time ever boxing and now I like I'm doing it a bunch because I love it so it's been fun I'm like just trying oh to God. try new things but music really takes up like the majority of my time for sure
0: there's so much to be said for just giving things a go with the expectation that you're actually not going to be a natural at it at first. And it's such a shame that the whole fear of failure puts people off trying things that might just be fun. And yeah, they might be shit at it, but that's kind of not the point. And it's good to be able to reframe it and be like, I'm just going to do this, get outside of my comfort zone and maybe I'll get better at it and maybe I won't, but that's not what I'm doing it for. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it'll just be a good time. Yeah, exactly. Actually, do you think that that translates to how you look at love and dating now because I can imagine that coming out of a five-year relationship you must feel like oh my god like in the scheme of things that means you're still relatively new to like being single as an adult do you sort of date with the same sort of attack or you know throwing yourself out there or are you more reserved because I'm just like I don't date that much and I find it quite not nerve-wracking but I like what Grace just said i find it hard to get out of my comfort zone in like that arena of life. So do you feel like you're... Because does that translate to dating? Because it's something you feel inexperienced in, though. Yeah, just that it's it's out of my comfort zone, you right. know? Right, yeah, right.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's weird because right when, like, the breakup was fresh, I had my my little, my little ho phase, you know, and I was so baller. I was like, how am I, like, just throwing myself out there like that? But then now I look back and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you were, like, traumatized and you just, like, needed distractions. So you yeah, were just, like, right. living your best life. And then once yeah, I kind of yeah. started to... I mean it was it was cool I think there's something so dope about just being like unapologetically just like down to fuck and then just, like, living your best life. Like, I just think that was, yeah. like, that was, like, a really empowering time for me. And then once yeah. I started to, like, actually deal with my problems, I was, like, I just need to be, like, dating myself for a while. So now I'm in this phase where yeah. I, like, am just vibing on my own. And it's so much fun. Like, not and also just being busy. We're all, like, working women. Yes. Like, it's so yeah. nice just being able to put literally all of my energy and time into like my work and then when I have a night off instead of going on like a random date I like go hang out with my friends so it's been a fun time I feel like I am like literally in a relationship with myself and it's like for the first time in my life it's so much fun yeah it's great
0: that's so amazing to be able to get to that point after such a long relationship as well because like Lily and I We like had never, we never dated people in high school. Like just, it wasn't really a thing. Like I didn't even really think about boys or, you know, having a boyfriend, like it's never something I wanted. And I was always really like protective of the trait that we had of being able to be alone and be happy and confident and all of that. And I always thought that like, oh, you know, what if I get into a relationship and that goes away and I forget how to be on my own, and I forget how to be comfortable by myself. It's kind of like you've gone in, you've done it in reverse, yeah, which is
1: cool. It's no, cool. it's it's you guys are in the better boat to where you're like, nah, I'm good already. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I yeah. know I'm good by myself. I had to like learn that I was good by myself at like 22 or whatever. But yeah, no, it's different yeah. for everyone.
0: But yeah, well, that's you know what, better at 22 than 32 like well, yeah, 100. Exactly. Oh my god, yeah. But it you seems know what, like it's you're a, in a good spot. It's a skill that you can learn and unlearn mm-hmm. in different. Face of your life. Like literally the other night, went home and I was like, oh, should I go to my boyfriend's house? And then I looked at my cold bed and I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to sleep by myself right now, you know? But then it's like, oh God, what if, you know, what if one day he's not around and I have to learn how to sleep by myself again? Oh my God. It's awful. Wait, so did you I'm go going. or did
1: you, did you sleep? In oh yeah, bed? I
0: went. I went. <laughs> I love it. As you should. As you should.
1: That's
0: amazing. Love it. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, true. But you know, it, it, that is true. Once you get to the point where you feel like you're in a good, healthy relationship with yourself, yeah. everything everything on top of that is a bonus, which is yes, totally. Exciting. Okay, what about the new music that's coming up? Yeah, so the past,
1: I have a song coming out next Friday as well. That's another single off the album. <gasps> so I, yeah, I'm very excited. But Oh my God, so exciting. Yay, thanks. Yeah, the way I've been like kind of rolling out the album is the first five songs on the album are going to be the first five singles and they're all kind of telling the story in like chronological order, which is fun mm-hmm. for me. So yeah, the album starts with a song called Douchebag that was like the first single that came out a couple yes. of months ago that is like the start of the story or whatever of me finding yes. myself post breakup or whatever. And then Melatonin is yes. you know, about me being sad and not being able to sleep or whatever. And then um mm-hmm. I have a song coming out next week that's called Time of My Life that's kind of this like existential crisis song. And then the story just kind of like continues from there and the album ends with me where I am now, which is like in love with myself, I guess. I don't fucking know. But yeah, it's it's what like basically it's telling this like story. Yeah. So I'm really excited for it for the album. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's, that's incredible. so, I mean, that's so amazing to be able to document this time of your life in such a permanent way. Like that's so nice. And I just feel like it's such a universally human experience. Like even from doing this podcast, mm-hmm. like beyond our own music, every single person that we talk to, like they could talk for hours and hours and hours and hours about their perspective on love or relationships, the way they view themselves or their, their self-love or something. And it's just like, when you put that into music, it's just something that everyone can tap in to and it's just I'm so excited to hear the album it just sounds like it's gonna be beautiful it sounds amazing me too what a wholesome journey so congrats it's gonna be really exciting I'm very
1: stoked it's like it's cool too I guess like I didn't realize because this was my first time going through shit like that there's like feelings I didn't know like existed you know and then I wrote Mm. about those feelings and I was like oh my god like thank god for music because there's like songs out in the world that explain exactly how I'm feeling right now so it's like if you can do that for other people it's so amazing
0: it's so a specific feeling when someone says to you like your own emotions back to you that you've also been feeling like it just makes it real. You just feel like you're not the only it, person in the world who's going through it. And it's yeah, it's something I don't even know if there's a word for that specific emotion when you feel seen and you feel connected. It's just yeah, it's great. I so. think it makes things less scary as well. Like everybody's experiences around love and dating. There is just since the beginning of time, love songs have been written, but everybody's experiences of love and dating are different like not one person has come on this episode that has had the same story because it's just such an individualized yet universal experience it's incredible so like listening to songs that articulate feelings you haven't even been able to put your finger on yet just makes everything less scary because it's like we're all just weird jiggly bodies out here getting our hearts broken left right and center it's fine we're not alone we're in this together we are
1: no it also it's always like really funny for me when I like listen to it like you were saying like you listen to a song and then it like clicks for you and you're like oh like that's how I feel like I didn't realize that's how I felt like that's always the craziest
0: Mm. feeling yeah it's so good and now you're creating that for other people it's it's amazing it's so cool well I mean just going back to what you were saying when you were like thank god for music because that's how you can sort of articulate your feelings I feel like I've never been I'm like 25 I've never been in a relationship before never had a girlfriend never had a boyfriend like I've never dated like what just one person and being like you are my committed relationship person I'm in love and I feel like the only reason that I know that like love and heartbreak is real is because there's so much art surrounding it and like people just continually make continuously make music about love and about falling in and out of love and getting their heartbroken. so I'm like wow if you guys are all going through it it must like be apparently. real so I'm sure it's gonna, <laughs> what's all the fuss about yeah, yeah. you're like so I will
1: stay far away from that thank you very much yeah I'm like yeah. I
0: will just listen to your songs and not experience yeah. that and that's fine for me yeah I don't <laughs> you're at a beautiful place in your self-love journey now where you're in an emotional relationship with yourself which I just love I love that for you but do you think at some point like are you the kind of person? person that you've got an eye peeled to see if somebody comes along? Or are you, are are you consciously making a decision to be like, I need to be single for a while and continue doing this? Or are you like, if someone comes along, I'll just go with it, see how it goes?
1: honestly i haven't really put thought into it recently because i'm just like vibing mm-hmm. but i mean mm-hmm. yeah i feel like everyone always says like the best thing comes around when you least expect it or whatever and yeah. right now oh my i'm God, least expecting it so yeah. like we'll Ugh. see but yeah i'm very just like whatever is i just don't want to like waste my time on bullshit right now so i don't know if the right person comes along, let's let's go but i'm not like yeah actively like out there dating i will soon searching. i think i don't know whenever i'm like down to like go on a date i guess I'll try, but right now I'm just yeah. yeah.
0: What about apps? Have you ever used dating apps?
1: Yeah. They're
0: like, I don't know. Do you
1: guys like the apps? They're rough.
0: I've never used them, but I don't love the idea of it. Actually, I think I like the idea of it, but I don't actually. Then thinking about genuinely needing to go meet a stranger that you don't know. Yeah. It's pretty daunting. I don't know. Is what like Sydney is... like Sydney is literally so small that I feel like when (laughs) I like like, get Tinder or something like I literally know everybody (laughs) (laughs) I can't (laughs) even I cannot even describe it so maybe that's why it's not great but
1: (laughs) yeah I think I kind of like apps for like if you're just trying to like hang it is very fun because like this person doesn't know your friends or anything about your life so it's like Mm. it's kind of like when I do like a session with with, uh, you know like a producer or writer like they don't know my life so like I can just spill yeah. all the tea and it's fine and then I bounce and mm-hmm. it's done. So there's something really fun about that and like just going on like random blind dates with people that have no like connection to your life like you didn't meet yes. some mutual friends or whatever like there's yeah. something that's exciting about that but.
0: Even just to meet people that are just completely outside of a circle that you would normally mix with. Mm. it's. I feel like that's just good for like you as a human being anyway because you for get sure. to meet people that aren't in your little echo chamber of life. Like I think that that side of it's definitely fun.
1: Yeah I like takes a weird like pressure off too of like are you then like the worst is when you're like seeing someone that you're like mutual friends with and then like you're like are they talking about me to my other like stressful no thanks like it's just way more it's yeah Yeah. I don't know.
0: Or friends groups that get very like overlappy. Um overlappy is Lily's key word. She's always talked about how she doesn't want to date someone she already knows. Because probably for that exact reason right like you don't want them to feel like they have an idea of you in their head or something when they're going into it. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. That's why I think the app like dating apps are cool for that reason. But they're very like time consuming and you really have to like sift through some crazy shit to like find people
0: yeah, that true. are worth it but yeah true yes. yeah I'm sure there are some rogue profiles on there just absolutely for sure it takes all types there <laughs> are does. lots of different people in this crazy crazy little world you know that's true They're definitely, which is great yeah. anyway oh my gosh Taylor obviously we could talk to you about this for a thousand years because I just love it Um, but this has been awesome it, I know that it's Friday night for you so I don't want to gobble it all up this has been such an amazing chat I genuinely love making this podcast like every single conversation that we leave I feel like my heart has grown like the Grinch oh, like I just learned amazing. so much about other people's experiences it's so cute I love it this is yeah. thank you so I much. I love for what you guys on. are
1: doing I think it's so sick for like women just to like be sitting here just totally. talking like unapologetically about this shit so I'm yes. just like stoked to, to be a little part of it this was fun
0: yeah I think so too and it's so you're right you know when we first started we were like wow does the world really need another podcast by like <laughs> Two white girls who are just white girls, yeah. Talking about love. And we were like, you know, I think it does. I think it does. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Enough is never enough. Is there any messaging, anything that you want to put out there into the void slash our audience Mm, specifically? I
1: guess as far as me being like a shameless self promoter, like hopefully I'll be on tour soon and can like meet people. I feel like been the craziest time like not being able to play shows so I'm stoked when when I can like meet people again on the road that'll be fun
0: have you been here before have you been to never
1: no I like literally <gasps> need to go I know I mean I know with COVID now everything is like going a bit backwards right now for everyone so it's like a scary time
0: hopefully you can tour the states and like get that going when we're ready we will welcome you with open arms yeah. it'll be yeah. great I
1: cannot wait yeah it'll be a good time let
0: us know any actually we'll have our eye on you but when you come to Australia we'll hit you up and we'll go out for a cocktail or something it'd be so nice to Meet you in person i would love to
1: we definitely need to get some drinks when i'm in town for awesome. sure yes
0: yeah, so you have two friends in sydney whenever you're here yeah yay just great. you know you know Hell we yes. we've got we're you. part of the team now we're part of the team Dude, we've got you, you guys yeah. are
1: dope seriously we're definitely gonna go out it'll be great it'll be a good time
0: yay yeah. i'm so excited um and i'm so excited for the song that comes out next friday ding 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 that'll be awesome can't wait to hear it Thank you everybody so much for coming back to listen to another week of Love Clues with Lily and Grace. This week was such an amazing chat with Upsall and she is just so inspiring. She's on a path of self-love and acceptance and she's in an emotional relationship with herself and it's just so good to see it. And she's just out there making pop bangers for girls like us and everybody in between. So we can't wait to see what she does next. Thank you so much for coming on the pod. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you Taylor. This was so fun. You guys are dope. You're a perfect mix of pop princess, attitude, a punk rocker and you know, you just seem like you're really wise about love already. So God. thank you so much for sharing you your are wisdom. Like so with us. You guys
1: feel so cool. Thank you. I love you guys. This is so you fun. Are so Seriously.
0: Cool,